Hello traders, potential future traders and crypto enthusiasts, Patrick Maldonado here, cryptocurrency trader and creator of TC Trading. So in today's episode I would like to continue talking about Bitcoin, highlighting one of its most important properties and that property is scarcity. In case you did not know, Bitcoin is scarce similar to gold, but it is way different since its inflation is limited by an algorithm and will eventually be zero. Are you interested in trading forex or cryptocurrencies? Look no further, go to tctrading.com for free content and one of the best and most realistic courses in the market. So hello once again listeners, hope you are having a great day. Let's continue talking about Bitcoin and I hope that you have enjoyed the previous episodes. You know, I want to explain more about Bitcoin before talking about the price action because I believe a lot of people don't really know what Bitcoin is about and they just want to basically invest without even knowing what they are doing or what Bitcoin is or what it does, right? So let's talk about the Bitcoin halving. And you might have heard of this event, you know, it's called Bitcoin halving and we have spoken, uh, well, I have spoken a little bit about this, that it's basically that the supply or the, or the rewards that miners are getting from uh, Bitcoin from, you know, from going through each one of the blocks that they're uh, actually finding, it gets reduced by half. So you already know about uh, mining, you already know about uh, the algorithm, you already know that the Bitcoin network in reality is a lot of computers around the world that's running this algorithm. So for the sake of this example, we're going to call it the Bitcoin algorithm, right? And each block reward will give you some Bitcoin. Now, every 210,000 blocks or approximately every four years, this reward is reduced by half, meaning that every four years, you know, it's going to reduce by 50%. And this is very important because this makes it a little bit more scarce. Now, in 2009, the reward was 50 Bitcoin per block. Can you imagine 50 Bitcoin? Nowadays, that's in terms of the price action, it would be huge. Of course, back then, Bitcoin uh, had really almost no value, so it it was like nothing. But the point is that after the next uh, halving, it was then 25 Bitcoin per block. Then after the next one, 12.5, and it's going to be like this, so on. And this is extremely important because it means that the Bitcoin supply is limited. Uh There can only be... A total, and this is, you know, for sure, a total 21 million Bitcoin. And this is probably around the year 2140. So it's going to be very interesting to see if humanity even survives all the way there because of everything that's happening. Even 2020 was pretty devastating for a lot of people, including myself. So we have to see if Bitcoin lasts more than civilization or if we can actually go all the way there. But in any case, I'm going away from the point. The last Bitcoin halving was in May 2020 and the price almost doubled at the time of this episode. Uh, At the time this was recorded, um, the maximum it went, it was around a 19 1500 so it might be a little bit higher it might be a little bit lower by the time you are listening to this but it's important you know just for recording this 
And it's also important to know that currently 6.25 Bitcoin are mined every 10 minutes or every block reward. And the next halving should be around 2024 and should continue decreasing the inflation of Bitcoin. Now you might be asking, okay, why do I care? Why is this important for Bitcoin? So similar to gold, there is a limited Bitcoin supply. Mm -hmm. At one point, both will end and we will not be able to mine more. You know, you can't mine just infinite gold in here and thus because of the Bitcoin, Bitcoin algorithm, you won't be able to mine more or have more. Now, there is a small caveat with gold as it can potentially be mined for uh, from asteroids, but until that is economically feasible, it will remain precious. You know, I've seen a lot of people that uh, kind of... Um, uh, shit on this idea <laughs> because they say yeah you know you can get gold from somewhere else but if you, you know if it's not economically feasible then what's the point of even extracting gold if it's not gonna help us right so it's still gonna be remaining precious until that technology is enough and is um it's, it's not only enough because we probably have the technology to actually do it it's just that it's super it's super expensive now scarcity it's an important property due to supply and demand. Uh -huh. This is finance 101. More supply or less demand usually means that the prices are usually cheaper, while less supply or more demand means um, that the price might likely go up. So I hope that by now you understand why there is potential for Bitcoin to continue rising in price in the future. Now, it's very important to understand, and I see uh, there's a lot of misconception about this, uh, the difference between supply and the difference between, between the real demand. Huh? You, you can have a low supply or almost limited supply of whatever, but if there is no real demand, you know, what's really the point of buying that specific asset? Uh -huh. If we talk about Bitcoin, Please know that Bitcoin is a very, is, is a highly speculative asset, right? And let me be clear with that again. It's highly speculative. It's just, I mean, right now, as a matter of fact, it's just a financial experiment, right? This hasn't been done before. There has not been such a thing as cryptocurrencies as something that wants to make uh, the economy decentralized and something that wants to tackle, you know, in, even inflation the way Bitcoin is tackling it, you know. And this is very important to understand because if it hasn't been done before, it's impossible to know what's going to happen. You know, most of the data that we have is empiric data based on past experiences. But if we don't have any past experience with something similar to this, you know, we, aren't, we can't be sure what's going to be happening in the future. And the thing is that because of this, most people, I would say 90%, if not more, invest in it just because they think it will increase in value. And this is, to be honest, I mean, for me, this is kind of sad. And in some personal experience, I even have uh, had some friends asking me, hey, should I invest in Bitcoin? Do you think the price is actually going to go up? You know, and every time that uh, someone 
who shouldn't be asking me or someone who, you know, who normally wouldn't talk about this asks me about Bitcoin. I know it's time to, <laughs> it's time, it's time to sell. You know, I know that's a sign. You know, it's, it's kind of like these uh, jokes when you hear your mother or your grandma buying Bitcoin, you should sell. Uh, the reason is because, again, that only means that there's FOMO. And uh, something that I realized is that people don't do their due diligence to research about a uh, Bitcoin, research about cryptocurrencies, research about what they actually do, what are their properties, and if they are a good um, form of investment for you, if they're the right investment for you, right? And I'm going to be talking more about this in future episodes, so please stay tuned. But in any case, it is important to understand that even though Bitcoin is technically scarce, that does not ensure that the price will continue going up. You know, it is important to differentiate the impact from low supply to that of real demand. And of course, right now, as I said, there's really no use for Bitcoin. And, I'll, you know, I'm going to get a lot of critique from a lot of people that they don't like this because there's a lot of, I don't know, uh, euphoria in the market that if you say anything negative, people will just shit on you. People will try to, you know, to be like, oh, you don't understand the technology. And they will say a lot of things, but, you know, I do understand where it's coming from. I can see the good parts, but, you know, I have to be neutral. I have to see the good parts and I have to see the bad parts. I have to see the positives and the negatives. And the reality is that right now, Bitcoin, it, it, it does not have a solid real purpose. Yes, you might be able to start purchasing goods, but even if you purchase goods, you're not really using Bitcoin, right? You only have a third party who's exchanging that Bitcoin for uh, US dollars or for whatever currency you want, and then you are purchasing the good with with, with that uh, specific fiat currency, which is totally different from actually uh, purchasing with Bitcoin, because if you were to really purchase something with Bitcoin, the store, the marketplace would actually accept that Bitcoin and there would be a price in BTC for any of their products. And that's not the case, you know, and there's a lot of properties. There's so much to talk about Bitcoin in terms of government, in terms of decentralization and so on, which in reality, it adds value to Bitcoin. But that value cannot really be analyzed in, you know, in quantitative um, measurements. In any case, it is a possibility. And again, this is not me spreading thought. If you didn't know thought in, you know, uh, separate from FOMO, thought is fear of uncertainty and doubt. It's important that, you know, anything can happen in the markets. You know, there's these things called black swans, where it's a highly uh, or a very improbable event, something that, you know, you are not expecting to happen, but it happens and it really affects the economy or it really affects a financial market or an asset or whatever. So there's possibilities of having a black swan in Bitcoin as well, right? You, you know, it can get banned maybe because a lot of people are investing in it and the governments cannot really control where the money is flowing. Um, there could be a potential attack in the network from, let's say, China. Uh, again, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but we have already talked about how most of the mining power is in China. And this, again, these are just uh, for the sake of wild examples. But if this happened for some reason, you know, uh, even if it's, uh, if the probabilities are very low, the Bitcoin demand will plummet and so will the price. 
In any case, traders and listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the TC Trading Podcast. Bitcoin price action can be very wild. No one has a crystal ball and will be able to tell you exactly what is going to happen for certain. Still, you can protect your capital and implement best practices in your trading with my AB Trading course. Go to tctrading.com for more information and free content. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.